received your instructions. Touch cards if you like. Let's fight. Welcome, Welcome to Cam Blue's Bout Business MMA Podcast. <laughs> Lou Finicaro. Boom! A production of GreenRollMedia.com, the world's premier sports betting podcast network, rooted in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. 100%! Now, it's fight weekend, and it is time to touch gloves with the most decorated mixed martial arts betting analyst in the business. He's your host of our main event. You ready? Bring it on! Come on! Come on. And he's all about business. Lou Finacaro. Welcome, fight enthusiasts, to the Las Vegas 68 edition of Gamblu's Bout Business Podcast. As usual, our first order of business is to express our thanks for the loyal listeners the many fight passionates that have stayed the course through 2022 into 2023 with us. We are flattered at the amount of fight enthusiasts that are out there. We're going to continue to forge forward by presenting you actionable betting UFC fodder. With that in mind, two weeks ago, we had a successful event really based on the success Brian Moreno experienced in Brazil against Figueiredo. Sometimes you hit them right. We hit that card pretty good. And to date in 2023, now the podcast stands five and five, just over the profitability mark, 0.15 units of profit. And that is a good foundation by which we build. Let's review our futures and just a little bit of a discussion on the futures. In 2023, please be aware, you're already seeing I'm a little bit more aggressive in moving early on future positions, trying to get the best of the number on openers. Now, Bet Online is the resource I use for openers. They open early, they take a solid $500 bet. So this isn't five dimes where 50 bucks is going to move the line a dollar or a basis point. This is a legitimate book that those lines move, but they take a good bet. They present early numbers. And so be prepared for me to be much more aggressive on early positions in our attempt to get closing line value and advantage over the marketplace. If I'm unable to wait to release a position for the podcast, I will use Twitter. The podcast is our number one resource. Twitter is the backup, but, and I'm not trying to get you hogtied onto me on Twitter, but if you want the prices when I release them, you better be prepared to follow me on Twitter so that when I release, you can jump. It's quite possible that some of the releases you will see this year will be some, especially on the future positions, favorites, because I'll release an early favorite at minus 150, say, if I think that the favorite may close at minus two or above. Value on the dog is the same as value on the favorite. We're looking for value and and advantage. Now that's out of the way. Let's review futures writing 
currently. In the first of the releases, Josh Kulibau, Australian, taking on Melsik Bagdasarian, an Armenian fighter. When we released this a couple cards ago, Kulibau plus 130, again, that was bet online. Currently, Kulibau is minus 110. So we are realizing a little advantage there. This Kulibau is for real. And he's fighting in his backyard. The next fighter, Josh Emmett, we released plus 121. Emmett's going to be taking on Yair Rodriguez in a featherweight fight. And Yair Rodriguez broke the favorite, much surprising to me. That said, there's been a little action on Rodriguez, and we don't hold advantage with Emmett. In fact, you can find Emmett now at plus 140. I stubbed my toe on that one. That said, this is a fight where I believe Emmett's wrestling is going to pose certain problems for Rodriguez. We'll break it down next week. But those two future events have already been released at the prices stated as well. Via Twitter, UFC 285, that card is March 4th. I'll be in Las Vegas over that weekend, so I'm going to tip off listeners now. The podcast for UFC 285, Jones versus Gane, will break a couple days early that week. Just an FYI, getting back to the fight. We hold John Bones Jones plus 115 right at opener. And I've made a very, very aggressive position there. Johnny Bones Jones now minus 125 at DraftKings, maybe minus 130, 135 if you shop elsewhere. Just FYI, we also hold advantage in that particular fight. Now, we'll break into UFC Las Vegas 68 a card originally scheduled to occur in South Korea, which is why we see a dynamic amount of Eastern Hemisphere fighters on this card. We got South Korea, Germany, Japan, Indonesia, India, China. So this card was originally set to help the UFC with its expansion in the East or the Eastern Hemisphere, I should more accurately say. And for one reason or another, they turned around, they moved this thing to the apex, and that does a couple of things. First of all, we go from a live crowd in a big cage to no crowd and a small cage. And the second thing is all the Eastern Hemisphere athletes have to travel to Vegas, whereas the one United States fighter, it was one from Canada, but the people, or at least the athletes in the West that were gonna have to travel are alleviated from any travel issues. The start time, which is 8 p.m. Pacific for the early prelims is unusually late because the UFC wanted to still maintain the viewership in the Eastern Hemisphere by presenting this card to them in prime time. So all of our housekeeping is now done. And now we're gonna break into round one, UFC Las Vegas 68. We're going to go into the early side of the card for our round one position where we have a Russian fighter taking on a South Korean. South Korean Jun Young Park. He is a veteran of the UFC, five and two in fact. 
He started 0-1, so that means clearly, without me having to take off my socks, he's 5-1 since the 0-1 start. He's totally willing. He will throw from every angle. He attacked RoboCop Rodriguez, and though he got knocked out in that fight, he showed unbelievable willingness, heart, and game. Park comes well-rounded, and he's faced a high level of competition in his seven UFC fights. Across the cage from Park stands Dennis Truelan, a Russian fighter that'll have three inches of height. He's three years older, and he'll have a reach advantage, both arms and legs, over Jung Young Park. Truelan, however, is slow as a glacier. He is not athletic at all doesn't have much takedown defense, which I think plays huge into this fight. One and one in the UFC, the fighter he beat, Pinkett, is not in the UFC any longer, and the fighter he lost to is on the verge of being out of the UFC. A long way of going to a short distance, Jung Young Park is going to be too much striking, too much balanced, well-rounded mixed martial artist for Tuilan. I also believe that this was kind of a, I don't want to say a setup fight, but Tuilan was brought in specifically to make Park look good in front of South Korean fans. And I still think Park's going to look good, even though he has to travel. Tuilan, definitely coming in from Russia, also faces the same travel. Park opened minus 200, and he's hovering around that right now at minus 220, but that's not how we're going to play round one. Round one, Jun Young Park, inside the distance, that's currently priced plus 175 at DraftKings. And as that's expressed on DraftKings, that would be Jung Young Park by KO, submission, or DQ. That's the same as inside the distance. Prior to hitting round two, let's take another future release for next week, UFC 284. In this fight, we'll go right to the main event, Makachev versus Volkanovski. This fight opened Makachev minus 330, Volkanovski plus 270. Currently, Makachev minus 450, Volkanovski is plus 350. Stop the presses right there. That's all I had to see. We'll break this down next week, but we're going to take Volkanovski for a unit right now at plus 350 because I don't want to lose that price. And if it goes up a nickel, a dime, a quarter or more, we may hit it again. I'm not afraid. I'll break this fight down next week. However, our third future release for next week, Alexander Volkanovski, plus 350 currently priced at DraftKings. Now we step into round two. Round two is the final release for today's card. Listen, this card has four fights of debuting fighters on it, which I regard as simply due diligence. I'll be watching those fighters and making notes. There's another two or three fights that I find completely non-competitive and unbettable. And so we don't have a lot of releases. I'm not going to force putting bets out because really what my single point of focus is this year is attacking this UFC and showing some serious profit. And that's exactly what we're going to do. So in round two, we're going to go to a little parlay 
between the main event and the co-main event. And in the co-main event, we're fighting at light heavyweight, Da Eun Jung, big, tall, young, fast, powerful fighter, undefeated until his last fight. So he's coming off of the bounce all the way across the world to come to Vegas and fight Milwaukee's Devin Clark. Clark's 32 years old, but he's four inches shorter. He's three years older, and he's given away arm reach of four inches. While Clark is durable and surely has experience over Da Eun Jung, Clark seven and seven in the UFC, he's really journeyman status, and he's a gatekeeper. This is a huge fight for Jung to see if he's for real and he can get back to winning ways, get the mojo of an undefeated fighter. Surely the UFC wants that for him. Meanwhile, for Devin Clark, telling UFC fight, because he doesn't want to go seven and eight. He wants to stay on the winning side. I just think that Clark, without his dad in his corner, and with the switch to elevation fight team, is showing the signs of a guy towards the end of his career, kind of desperate to make the changes needed to make one last run. And I just think they put him in against a killer in this young Jung, who I believe is going to finish Clark. Now, I'm not so confident in Jung that we're going to play the finish. So we'll play him straight up, minus 240, currently priced. And we're going to take him into the main event with Sergey Spivak, currently priced two and a quarter. This parlay pays 1.05, 1.06, depending on your prices. Derek, the Black Beast Lewis, is a hilarious guy. He's got great magnetism on the camera, but he's singularly dimensioned. He has three minutes of cardio. And after his one trick pony, which his power goes away, he has nothing to offer. He's been finished in three of his last four fights, albeit to absolutely top end elite talent. I'm not taking that away from him. So he steps down to fight Spivak. Meanwhile, Spivak steps up to fight him. But Spivak enters with momentum and an actual legitimate, well-rounded mixed martial arts arsenal. He's nine years the younger man. And I believe that if he can exercise modest self-control in the first round, force Lewis to move and exert himself for three, four, five minutes, Spivak must sell his soul to the devil to get this fight to the second round. Once he does that, he can now go into his polar bear tactics, which is his nickname, grab hold of Lewis, press him against the fence, trip him to the floor, get top position, take him out with either a submission or ground and pound. Round two, simple parlay, Spivak to Jung, one unit for one unit and six. Now don't go anywhere yet because I have one more future to release. UFC Fight Night, March 25th, San Antonio. The new main event now becomes Corey Sandhagen against Cheeto Vera. That fight was originally scheduled to be held in a week or two, and they've moved it now to be a headliner. By moving it to be a headliner in San Antonio, they take the fight away from the apex and to San Antonio. So in this case, 
we're going from the small cage, no fans, to a large cage and an arena filled with fans. The large cage is an unbelievable advantage for the long, tall, lanky Sandhagen. The price of the fight before it was moved, Sandhagen minus 150. Since it's been moved, Bet Online did not move the price. They're either asleep at the wheel or don't think that there's much difference. I can tell you, Sandhagen in a phone booth minus 150 against Vera is a good price, let alone in San Antonio in the large cage. Future release, Corey Sandhagen minus 150. I know it's at Bet Online, and I can't find it at a lot of other joints, so you got to do a little work to be able to get this. Once again, those listeners tuning in to us each week, we appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening. Let's win a couple of dollars this week. Turn the page. And next week, UFC 284. Good luck, everyone. Boom. That's it. That is it. Unbelievable. That was insane. You've been locked into Gamblue's Bout Business MMA podcast featuring Lou Finicaro. Hit our subscribe button and never miss out on Lou's behind-the-scenes access to the world of MMA. All the superlatives. good. That hand is ridiculous. Oh, my goodness. Bam! The legs go. I mean, that is clean. Want the best sports betting podcast on the board? Look no further than GreenRollMedia.com each and every weekend. GreenRoll's covering the NFL, college football, and MMA better than anyone. Bringing you behind the counter of the most well-renowned sports books in Las Vegas. That's GreenRollMedia.com. GreenRollMedia.com. Home of the world's premier sports betting podcast network.